This is Psalms to God, Season 1, Episode 28, Black Israel, The Health Situation. You can find the transcript for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com slash blackisrael3. The Lord will afflict you with wasting disease, fever, inflammation, burning heat, drought, blight, and mildew. These will pursue you until you perish. Deuteronomy 28, verse 22, CSB. Welcome back to the Psalms to God podcast. I am so glad to be back. Hopefully you guys are happy to have me back. Bless you, Bubbles. Um, And I just want to finish up the Black Israel series that I started before I had to take a brief hiatus. Before I go into the episode, I want to throw out the disclaimer once again that this is not in support of the Black Hebrew Israelite movement and that I do not agree with the idea that one group is superior than another group. So um, I think I'll probably be going into that later in the episode, but um, I just wanna throw that out up front. So the final thing that I wanted to talk about in Deuteronomy 28 is the discussion of the plagues or the illnesses that would fall upon God's people should they not listen to the word of God and the commandments of God. God talks about all of these horrific diseases that they would suffer and that they would have these illnesses and sicknesses and that it would just be a horrible time for them. So I got curious and I looked up sicknesses Uh, particularly in the United States. And I found that of the 15 leading causes of death in the United States, black people have a higher death rate in 12 of them. Among these diseases include STDs like HIV, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and asthma. I'm sure as I name those, you're not surprised because these are diseases that we as a community typically do struggle with and the reason I saved this for last is because it really ties in the major point that I wanted to make in discussing this entire section so a lot of people get bogged down into the whole concept of are we or are we not the descendants of the Israelites? And then those who choose to believe that we are, then take it to, oh, we're better than these people or whatever weird ideologies that come out of determining that they are in fact the descendants of Israel. The truth is, if you live in America and you've been here for more than three generations, you have all kinds of bloodlines in you. And 
even the Israelites had all kinds of bloodlines in them. And at this point, the Hamites, the Shemites, and the Japhethites have all intermingled. It would be almost impossible to actually go back and trace your lineage straight back to Israel. In fact, among the people who do assert that we as black people are descendants from Israel, and I'm not saying that we're not, but even if you were to believe that you were, that descendancy in theory should be passed by the father. So that means that you would have to have male lineage 100% back to Israel, but we know that the slave masters were raping the women. So a lot of the European blood that is in the black populations, particularly in the United States, comes from a white man, which means that your mother would have been the link back, not your father. It's just, it's a messy thing to even try to go down that road and really dig into that. And of course, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because we are all called, God sent his word out to the Gentiles. We're all responsible for our relationship with God and we're all supposed to be acting like the Israelites anyway, not the idolatry part, but we're all called to be his children the same way the Israelites were. So all of this would apply to us in a broad sense. And so one of the things that I love about the Bible is that almost every passage has prophetic, literal, and spiritual dis discernments or interpretations that you can get from them. And I wanted to talk about the spiritual interpretation of this as it relates to us today. And this is, again, going back to the topic of health and the diseases that plagued the Israelites due to their the curses, is that when we choose not to follow God, we bring upon ourselves harm. I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, a hard head makes a soft tail. My grandmother used to tell me this all the time. And I remember distinctly when I was a kid, I used to always climb this tree and my grandmother used to yell at me and she used to tell me, don't climb that tree. And I used to do it anyway. And one day I fell out of this tree and knocked the wind out of me, scared me half to death. And when my grandmother came to me, all she had to say was, a hard head makes a soft tail. And I understood what she was saying. If I had just listened to her, I wouldn't have been in the tree, so I wouldn't have fell and knocked the wind out of myself. That bad thing would not have happened to me. It's the same thing with sin. When we sin, we cause bad things for ourselves as well as other people. If I sin, my sin can have a negative effect on you. And because God gives us freedom of choice, that's just how it operates. That's why the entire world is enveloped in sin. And when I looked at these plagues and these diseases, I started thinking about how the things that God tells us to do, if we were doing them, we would have lesser cause for these diseases. So for instance, things like diabetes and heart disease, these things are directly linked to our diet. I remember growing up, 
my doctor used to fuss at me for drinking so much soda. He said that the sugar in the soda was going to cause me to have diabetes. I do not have diabetes, thank God. But it wasn't until I was older that I actually started thinking about what I'm consuming and how that affects my body. One of the first things God tells the people when he creates them is what they can and cannot eat. Think about that. God goes through all of this effort and he creates the world. He creates everything. And what is recorded after he creates perfection is him telling Adam and Eve what to eat. Not just don't eat from the tree of knowledge. He also tells them that they can eat the green things, the herb bearing fruit and the the herbs that bear seeds or the seeds of the trees or whatever like he gives a specific diet and as soon as they fall he reiterates what they can eat i think he adds like grains and stuff to the diet and before the flood or after the flood god tells noah again a new diet where he includes meat and when he is carrying the israelites from egypt into the promised land he reiterates the diet that he gave noah and here we get the extended definition of what is clean and unclean god goes through a lot of detail about what we should be doing to take care of our bodies and a lot of times we don't listen whether it's like i said what we consume whether it's being lazy being slothful again things this is a trait that is not of god god actually said we're supposed to work six days of the week and only on the seventh day are we supposed to be resting so um getting out being active things like that the fact that we're not doing what god has told us to do is part of why we end up in these situations even when you get into things like stds and hiv Obviously, you can contract this from somebody else's sin, like you could be a married person and your spouse can cheat on you and then if they contract a disease, then you too would contract it. Again, a cost of sin, of somebody else's sin being passed upon to you. But in a perfect world, if you were following God's law, you didn't sleep with anybody except for your spouse and your spouse didn't sleep with anybody except for you there would be no STD. Like there would be no chance of you contracting these STDs. Um, and therefore you would not have the sicknesses that come with the STDs. So again, it's listening to God's word and following what he has told us to do. And so pulling it all together, one of the things that really weaves through this is that when we submit to God, it's not just about listening to God's commandment. Um, a lot of people would probably write that off as being um, legalistic, but the point of the matter is that from a New Testament point of view, the law is written in our hearts. And the reason it's written in our hearts is because the Holy Spirit indwells in us and the law is perfect. We are not saved because we keep the law. However, if the Holy Spirit is indwelling in you, you will be inclined to keep the law. You will be inclined to do the things that God has said are good and not do the things that God has said are bad. In that, you have the discernment of the Holy Spirit, not just of your actions, what you're consuming, 
um, how you're behaving, things like that, but also what you do and where you go. One of the things that we see with the Israelites throughout their tenure in Israel is that when they listened to God and when they were in tune with God, when the time came for them to come to battle, go to battle, they were prepared and they won the battle because God was with them. When they strayed away from God, they did their own thing and then they lost the battle. It's the same thing. God has a plan for our life. And if we follow God's plan, everything goes well. But when we don't follow God's plan and we go with our own plan, things get all kind of screwed up. And of course, if you're not following God, if you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to be in control of your life, then you will not be following God's plan. You'll be following yours. And so when things happen, then you probably are not going to be on the right side of things. And that is where you end up in all of these turmoils and troubles that the Bible is listing out as curses. And so from a spiritual point of view, what I wanted to point out is that this applies to us today because when we choose to do our own thing, we put ourselves at risk for anything to happen to us, whether it's us being in the wrong place. And by being in the wrong place, I mean, okay, let's make this real examples, okay? So I just graduated two years ago. When I was going through the process of interviewing for jobs, I was praying about it. God, where do you want me to go? And I had my own preferences. Luckily, God gave me my preference, but I was praying about it and I was saying, okay, God, if you want me to go somewhere where it snows, I'm going to have to swallow my pride and go where it snows. But I need you to tell me this because, you know, I'm not trying to be in the snow. But say God had told me to go to some job, let's say in the state of Washington, because there's a lot of tech companies in Washington. So say he was sending me off to like Seattle And I was telling myself, no, I'm not trying to go to Seattle because it snows there. So I decide I'm not going to go. I'm not going to listen to God. I'm going to do my own thing. And so I stay down here. Well, it could be that my spouse is in Seattle. So I just ruined my own future because I didn't go where God told me to go. It could be that a major promotion is there in Seattle for me. I could have all kinds of money, but I shot myself in the foot and stayed here. It could be that any sort of blessing, my entire purpose could have been fulfilled by me being in that place, right? Or just as similarly, like, I mean, I'm in Hurricane Central, so it could be that a hurricane comes and wipes me off the face of the earth, because I didn't go where God told me to go. Think Jonah, right? God told him to go to Nineveh. He didn't go to Nineveh. He ended up in a tempest and then in the belly of a whale or a fish. This is what happens when we don't do what God tells us to do. And so a lot of times today we think we hear these massive epic you know, curses and and prophecies in the Bible. And we're like, yeah, that's the stuff that God did back then. And we don't really translate it into what's going to happen now and what happens now. But every time we choose to go with our own path instead of God's path, we are stepping down the same line of curses. You see how serious God was. If you go back and read Deuteronomy 28 verses 15 through 68, 
that ain't no joke. He was not joking. He was not playing. This wasn't no slap on the wrist, patty cake type of punishment that he was dealing out to his children for disobeying him. It was serious. And so if we too are claiming to be children of God, if we're claiming that we have the same promises that God gave the tribe of the tribes of Israel, if we're saying that we are now adopted into his family or that we are the original tribes, whatever you want to believe, if we're saying that that is us, how much more so is he going to be angry with us if we do not submit to his will? So it is upon us to follow him in everything that we do. We must pray, we must seek, and we must listen for his leading and his guidance when we make decisions. And that is the whole reason I wanted to do this series because I wanted to emphasize the importance of submitting to God's will. Um, the S in Psalms to God actually stands for surrendering. And so I wanted to bring that out in this episode and also shed some light on some verses that people typically forget about. Um, I do think it's an interesting topic and um, I think it's very possible that it could apply to um, the black people that are in the Americas. I also think that it could apply to lots of different people because like I said the Israelites were scattered amongst the nations and they did have a habit of intermingling with any and everybody so I suspect that the Israelites today are very diverse in um, feature and in racial makeup um, also race that's a whole nother topic it's not really a biblical thing it's really more about tribes and peoples family lineages but that's a topic for another day I think that is all that I have to say about black Israel and about Deuteronomy 28 I hope that it has been enlightening and that it has encouraged you one to study the word more to find more interesting passages because there are more um, but also I hope that it has inspired you to let God take control of your life, to do more to listen to what it is that he has told us to do so that we don't put ourselves in these sticky situations. So that is all for today's episode. I will see you guys next time. I am back full time. So don't worry, there will be an episode next Monday as well. And uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. I will see you next time. Bye.